Want to stream cognitive dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to dissonancepod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show. Basically, marriage will be completely destroyed. Families will be destroyed. Children will be hurt by this. And freedom of speech, freedom of religion, including in the pulpit itself, will absolutely be bulldozed over. The, this would open a floodgate of unimaginable proportions. And that's why, with those kinds of consequences, to have five of the nine justices ultimately have this kind of power in their hands, that's not how this court and this country was established, to have five individuals be able to have that kind of catastrophic social reengineering power in their hands. Uh, that's just not something that was envisioned by the founders. I mean, this is the thing that revolutions literally are made of. I mean, this would be more devastating to our freedom, to our religious freedom, to the rights of pastors and their duty to be able to speak and Christians around the country than anything that the revolutionaries during the American Revolution even dreamed of facing. This would be the thing that revolutions are made of. This could split the country right in two. This could cause another civil war. And I'm not talking about just people protesting in the streets. This could be that level, because what would ultimately happen is a direct collision would immediately happen with pastors, with churches, with Christians, with Christian ministries, with other businesses. It would be uh, an avalanche that would go across the country. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome, Matt. This is episode 81. This is the We Don't Have a Guest episode. <laughs> I know. It's been guest-tacular, man. It has been. Last uh, December, we had... I don't know, maybe two, but still, it's not like a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It was still exhausting. Still felt like a lot. I'm Raymond Massey, and I have a special message for senior citizens. Today's doctors, drugs, and medical devices truly work medical miracles for young and old alike. But there are some as phony as a $3 bill. Investigate before you invest in health services or products. Help stamp out quackery. First story we've got to come cover here is from theindependent.co.uk. Um, from eating placenta to rubbing coffee on your skin, how celebrities <laughs> went to war against science. Celebrities lose because they're busy eating placentas every fucking time they lose. <laughs> science is all like, hey, that's cool and all, but you're irrelevant and uh, full yeah. of placenta. 
I think we we read this. I think we read this last year or something similar, yeah. right? Like last year there was another one of these where these are the celebrities who fucking got it wrong uh, about science, about their claims about certain things. And uh, some of them were great. I want to read one here. This is Patsy Palmer, uh, actress, reported to rub coffee granules into, into her skin uh, as a beauty treatment against cellulite. Gary Moss, a pharmaceutical scientist, said, Caffeine may have an effect, but coffee granules won't. There's a perception that coffee might tackle cellulite because of caffeine. He says, The problem is, is that it can't penetrate the skin, that coffee granules won't allow caffeine to penetrate the skin barrier. Uh, the only intended effect is per- perhaps exfoliation. And I, you know, like what you basically have is a woman who has cellulite who has handfuls of coffee grounds. <laughs> And she's rubbing it on the back of her thighs and her ass in hopes of taking that cellulite away. That's like having an upset stomach and shoving a Tums in your belly button. (laughs) It doesn't. You're doing nothing. You're not doing anything. You're going to stink like a fucking barista. (laughs) You know, you I love coffee, but I don't fucking rub it all over. Like, ah, coat myself in coffee. <laughs> you know where coffee is best? Shove down your face hole. Yeah, no kidding. Not rubbing the fucking, the grounds are good for such things as throwing away and yeah. being garbage. <laughs> They're not good. Maybe yeah, like you could throw, garden with them or yeah, some compost them, maybe. right? Maybe, but, maybe. You know, there's a you know, there's a long while ago. You and I were talking about apple cider vinegar and how people think that when you drink the apple cider vinegar, it somehow can like dis- distribute through your body and like work its way around all your aching joints to get rid of your arthritis, like to remove all the calcium around your joints or whatever. And like that, that that would be fine if you didn't have a digestive system, right? right? Like if you just had a big hole in your body that you could just pour and then you shook yourself like a fucking flask for vinaigrette, then yes, that's exactly how it would work. That's actually why I drink a nice glass of CLR every morning. It's like a <laughs> CLR. <laughs> you like gargle with that shit. Also, I'm dead. Yeah. Well, you know, it'd be like, it, you know what it would be more like, what this woman is doing, it'd be more like having a vial of CLR and like rubbing your joint with it. Yeah, I know. Like right? that would mm. that would be how you would use this it. This is the worst hand lotion ever. Like, yeah, no, that's not... <laughs> Hand lotion are melting. A fucking caustic chemical. Why are you doing yeah. that? Yeah. I also like the, like, well, you should definitely be fucking eating some placenta. That's cannibalism. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's, that's a human organ. It's not a tasty snack. <laughs> if you want a tasty snack, pick an animal that's not a human animal. It's like, it's like eating a scab off your body. Right. And it's your, it's a fucking your organ. It'd yeah. be like having your appendix removed <laughs> and being like, doctor. Are you going to eat that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd be like, I mean, like, why don't we then just, like, if a woman has a miscarriage, why don't we just eat the whole thing then? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, we no. are fucking dachshunds. You know what I mean? Like, we don't eat the fucking afterbirth. I think, you know what I think they should do instead of just having eat the placenta there? I think what they should do 
is at like the state fairs have a placenta eating contest. Oh. So you actually have like the pie plates filled with the placenta and you're slamming your face into <laughs> your them. Your hands are tied behind yeah, your, your back. Yeah, your hands are tied. You're covered in gore. <laughs> Bloody. <laughs> you got bits of fucking human flesh dangling from your teeth. Uh, it's actually like yeah. a zombie festival. It is. That, that'd be perfect for like a zombie movie, right? You have a placenta eating contest. Here's a great idea, Cecil. Let's not take any medical advice from fucking celebrities. (laughs) What did Goldie Hawn here say? Let's hear hear what Goldie Hawn said. She says, um, she said that teaching children about the function of the brain helped them understand where their emotions come from. Professor Della Sala, a neuroscientist, said that teaching uh, that teaching would not work any more than understanding the chemical components of a ball would help them kick it better. <laughs> That's a great joke. You know, okay, like if it. you're telling your kids about, well, your you know emotions come from a transmission of chemicals, and you know, explaining like synapses and neurotransmitters to your children, your children are just gonna fucking zone out. Like how Goldie Hawn does not know about neurotransmitters. That I I am sure of. I'm positive yeah. of this. This story is from Al Arabia News. I love this fucking story. <laughs> this Saudi, is great. Saudi labor minister faces deadly prayers from angry clerics. Um, a group of religious figures in Saudi Arabia have threatened to strike the labor minister who seeks to create jobs for mim- women with deadly prayers. <laughs> They're going to pray specifically that he gets cancer. Yeah. Uh, if you want him out... And you can pray him into a disease. Why wouldn't you pray him into a heart attack <laughs> or a him fucking into a embolism or something? Pray him into a car accident. Right. Pray him into walking off a cliff. Praying into cancer is like, I got cancer, but I'm kind of still around for a while because that shit takes time. So Sure. I'm, I'm like, what? This is, it's, I, I love prayer fights, Cecil. I oh. fucking love prayer fights. This is great. It's like, this is the way in which they express their anger and do nothing about it, right? There's no real threat here. You're just saying, I, I'll pray you into cancer. Okay, go ahead and pray me into cancer. Who cares? It's just you sitting in your room talking to yourself, man. Yeah, right. That's not going to do a thing. But I love this part. This part of the story is the best. Now, the, why are they mad? Why are they upset with this guy? And they're upset with him because he's putting women to work. How is he putting women to work, Tom? The ministry began in 2011 enforcing a decision to replace salesmen with Saudi women at lingerie stores because basically female customers were too embarrassed to buy lingerie from a dude. So they decided to put women in those stores. Could you imagine walking in to like, like, let's say your high school crush is behind the fucking uh, the counter at Walgreens and you walk up with the preparation H. <laughs> How embarrassing would that be, right. right? You're like, no, it's for a it's for my new tat. That's what you know, <laughs> right. like like what do you say? Like what what do you say to that? Same thing here. It's just like you could you imagine the woman walking in like um, I, w- I would like to look at the laundry. You will wear a sack. Put your sack on. <laughs> 
Oh, we we have all the sexiest burkas lined up over here. All we have is, is these potato sacks. And that's it. <laughs> it's the best you get. This is our three-legged race section yeah. of the <laughs> lingerie that's, shop. It's not sexy at all. Yeah, you know, I'd actually read a story about this before, like bras and panties and shit. You had to buy that from some dude. Oh, some dude. Some some dude is standing behind the counter. You're like, I need to buy a bra. Yeah, what kind of bra? Uh, no bra, actually, because you're a creepy fucking dude selling me a bra, man. I'm kidding. Like, what the fuck? And this is such a big deal. Like, they're so fucking upset they want him to die. They're so mad that they, like, the, I would imagine the guy who's selling the bras to the girl, maybe that's the guy who's so mad. Who's like, man, I can't get, like, free feels and free views anymore. Yeah, right, that's probably Like, that's the only thing. And, and this is the worst situation. Don't they in their culture? This is the thing that's just like fucking. I I want to bang my face off the table because it makes no sense. <laughs> in their culture, don't they try to fucking separate the men and the and the women all the time? Aren't they trying to be like, look, you can't talk at this conference that's about women. You got to fucking shut up and you got to sit away from the guys and you can't ride a bus and you got to cover your skin. All of it. I don't. I don't want to see your fucking eyes. You got to wear mesh over your goddamn eyes. I don't even want to see your fucking your seductive lashes blinking at me. <laughs> but you buy your underwear from a dude? Yeah, I know. What? Like, wait, what? Wait, wait, what? Well, I, you know, obviously the thing is that they don't want women to have money. Because as no. soon as a woman has means and money, then, I mean, there's a level of independence there that naturally will follow. So clearly this a is a, 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 an attempt to make sure that there can be no even tiny inroad toward independence yeah. of a financial nature or otherwise for the women that live here. And to be so upset with this guy for allowing this, that you want him dead, that you're, I mean, granted, it's a fucking ineffectual assassin, no, right? No, totally, it's like totally the worst p- way ever. You pick the worst assassin, and God, in this situation, is up there, and he's like, I'm so mad about this, I wish somebody would just pray. If nobody <laughs> prays, I can't give him cancer. <laughs> exactly. I can't. But if somebody yeah. prays, I'm going to fucking give that guy some motherfucking cancer like nobody's business, but only if they pray, and only if the right people pray. Yeah, you got to invite him into your house or else he's never going to come in your house. Think God God is a giant vampire. God's a vampire genie. Yeah. Right? (laughs) He is a vampire genie. You got to like rub the lamp just right and invite him in. And then what would happen if this guy got the cancer and he prayed not to have cancer? Oh, God would have to obey him. (laughs) Oh, take that, God. God's like, I hate being everyone's bitch. When is it my turn to make a decision about no who gets kidding, cancer? Right? Who gets smited? <laughs> You're on my naughty or nice list. <laughs> I think it's a privilege to call yourself a Scientologist, and it's something that you have to earn. And because a Scientologist does, he or she has the ability to create new and better realities and improve conditions. This story is from Huffington Post. Scientology Alien Space Cathedral reportedly revealed in New Mexico. Um, There's basically two big crop circle rings, I guess, that are supposed to be the site of a secret New Mexico Scientology location, Cecil, marked for space aliens. It's so the aliens can know we have boobies. (laughs) 
totally nipples. Because there's two giant circles with two diamond nipples on either one. How do they do that? That looks like it was precisely done, too. Yeah, it couldn't be just like two dudes with boards. No, God, you'd, you'd need to have an alien of some kind to get this so precise. And actually what's going to happen is the aliens are going to come down and put tassels right there and then <laughs> fly away. Tassels. Like just, it, it, if, <laughs> <laughs> They're going to put a stripper pole in the background. <laughs> I love the, that you have to mark out for the aliens where to land. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. They've made it across interstellar space. They've mastered that. They've got right. that shit right. covered. Then they're down in the atmosphere and they're like, what do we do now? I don't know. We didn't plan this far ahead. <laughs> what? <laughs> Scientology absurd. gets weirder and weirder all the time. Now, we know that they believe in other planets and all kinds of weird shit already because, you know, the stuff that – the high-level shit that they believe gets, gets leaked all the time. And even South Park did a whole episode about what Scientologists believe, which is hilarious. If you've never seen it, it's so funny um, because they never make any jokes. It's just telling you what Scientologists believe, <laughs> and it's hilarious. They are clearly – they're clearly – I mean, I, I, a cult just seems like such a wimpy word for it. Um, cult just seems like you're like, yeah, they're a cult. Yeah, but they're worse than that. There's got to be something different. Dude, they're the but super volcano of cults. They really are. They're like, they're like a fucking uh, – like a super massive star of fucking cults. <laughs> Black and hole. They, they are. They're, they're just insanity. And they, they, they take – you know, they, they do all kinds of crazy shit all the time. Uh, it's been reported how they take people into like like deprogram, like fucking rebuffer the RAM on people. They like take them in places and like like deprogram them. Um, they hold people against their will. They kidnap people. They put they send out threats to people. It's they're they're just a crazy group of people. And this, I mean, this doesn't help their fucking cause. Oh, it a, a, a space alien cathedral? No, I would say that does not help their cause. You know what else doesn't help their cause? Calling part of the process being audited. I know. Who wants to be audited? That's like a tale. Like, you know, we gotta we gotta call this something when we're making up our crazy fucking fantastical religion. Mm, let's call it being audited because everyone loves the IRS. Oh, God. it's the worst name for it. And you know, like it's it it, it ha- doesn't even have like. The Christianity and other older religions, Judaism, they they have this sort of ring of the ancient to them where they feel like they have some sort of legitimacy because of their age. This feels goofy as shit. It just feels goofy. When you talk about it, you're like, oh, no, you think you get audited? And then then, like Tom Cruise is involved in this? (laughs) It's like your spokesperson. Is Hollywood's shortest leading man is your spokesperson. <laughs> well, like, then you have John T. Revolta as your <laughs> other fucking spoil. Like, who cares about these people? And and it's it's uh it's crazy. But I think that this this is just one of those moments where their crazy slips out and people get to see it. Right, you get to see yeah. a little a little more how crazy they are. Just a little more now and again. And they denied this, of course. They come out and they say, "Oh no, it's not space aliens. It's a." Uh, we just drew breasts. Yeah, we just, we just drew like boobs. circles. And we boobs. like circles and boobs. It's it's it basically they're treating New Mexico like a fucking elementary kids notebook. Yeah. They're just doodling. <laughs> they're, doodling. <laughs> they're doodling all over. <laughs> 
There's gonna be like a like a like a <clears throat> nose hanging over a brick wall in the future and some other st- I don't even know what, what other doodles did I do when I was a kid I did Metallica all the time there's gonna be Metallica like crudely drawn crudely drawn Metallica up in the corner I also want to bring up that it says that this this uh, deep underground church thing uh, it's vault houses the lectures of Hubbard on gold discs locked in titanium caskets sealed with argon and it's H-bomb proof Let's That's test the it. saddest shit in the universe. <laughs> that's the saddest because if everything else is wiped out, that's going to be around, that's and people it. are going to be like, "Wait, what? What the fuck?" Because it's not going to make any more sense then either. Right? No kidding. It, it, I look at that. and I'm just like, God, you've squandered your resources. Oh, <laughs> you so have. So just, just like, well, what resources haven't we squandered? <laughs> just think. No. Nope. Just think that they just spent that twenty nine cents a day to feed children. Right. Yeah. Well, Gosh. we got to record it onto a gold disc and seal it with argon. <laughs> what? Why the fuck are we doing that? I don't know. What if an H bomb falls on us? Then there'll be nobody to listen to it. Well, still gotta, <laughs> still gotta do it. Survive. But just in case the aliens come looking for boobies. Yeah. Right. The whole area will be destroyed and, and fucking irradiated. It'll be inhospitable to life. Who will dig it up? Shut up. Seal it with argon. You're not sealing with argon fast enough. Aliens that are looking for boobies will dig it up, (laughs) goddammit. Yeah, because the crop circle would remain if an H-bomb hit it. Tom, you have no idea how robust crop circles are. (laughs) We have the holy hand grenade. Yes, of course. The holy hand grenade of Antioch. It is one of the sacred relics Brother Maynard carries with him. Brother Maynard, bring up the holy hand grenade. This story is from our hometown. <laughs> it is. Oh. Sweet home, Chicago. It's not good. Yahoo News. Relics said to be from Jesus' birth at a Catholic this is church. Yahoo News. It is for fucking Yahoos. Um, <laughs> total for Yahoos. Tiny little fragments said to be from the manger Great. that held the infant Jesus, the veil of his mother Mary, thread. and one thread. One thread. From the cloak of St. Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> one thread survived 2,000 plus years. That's awesome, man. It'll be on display by the Roman Catholic Church in Chicago when it celebrates its 155th anniversary. Uh-uh. No. You have a thread, a stick, and a napkin. Yeah. That's what you have. That's what you have. <laughs> I, love, I love the part, too, where it says, The Vatican has its own process to determine the authenticity of things, Boland said. I'm more concerned with it as an object of faith. Which meaning that means, you know, you got to read this as, I don't care if it's bullshit. Do you care if it's bullshit? (laughs) Do you care that it's not real? I know I don't care that it's not real. You know, when you're ready to just be like, well, I don't really care so much about its authenticity. I just care that it's a matter of faith. What are you saying about your entire religion? Well, yeah, it's it's like, well, we'll just take it on faith because we don't want everyone to find out it's a thread. Yeah. A napkin and a stick. That's what we don't want. They they actually they actually rejected offers to uh test it, to carbon date it, to find out when it's from. And the one thing that they, they say too, like the manger relic has quote more authenticity since it was brought from the Holy Land to the Vatican in the fifth century. So the most authentic thing 
is at least 500 years after the event. Right. 500 years minimum after the event. And it's a wood. It's a piece of wood. How do you know that that is the piece of wood? And, what, and, and it's the fucking manger. What the, fucking Jesus was born in the goddamn thing. 33 years have to pass before it would seem relevant. So did somebody go down, go back and be like, man, fucking Jesus be dead. He'd be all like the son of God and shit. Moving rocks and shit. Man, we got to go back and find out where he was born and hope that 33 years later, that fucking manger is still there. So they I can put it in the attic because yeah, they were waiting for another kid. They put it in the attic. Because you only have one shower, Tom. Right. You only have one baby shower. <laughs> and you save that shit for the next kid. So that's probably it was probably in Mary's attic. Yeah, Mary Joseph put threw the it up major there. In the attic. I like the idea though that that there's there's still these traveling they call them relics, but don't relics sort of include or don't relics, I think, have to include body parts? Isn't that sort of what a relic really is? Well, I don't know, but I, you know, I know that people back in the Middle Ages, I, I read a while back that people would travel great distances, like incredible distances, to go on pilgrimages to visit various relics. So it was financially advantageous for villages to have in their parish a relic. A relic would bring travelers who brought, you know, money and, you know, people. So there, there's a fucking financial incentive towards fraud. Absolutely. Involved in this whole. So even if you've got something that's, you know, 1,500 years old, but you're not going to test it. So maybe it is. Oh, there's there's a fucking direct incentive to be lied to <laughs> by people who are starving to death. Like they want your money to eat a food. You know, I can't help but picture like a movie with like Mr. Bean in it and he picks up this thread and he's like flossing with it <laughs> at some point. And then like wipes his face with like a little napkin. And he's like using the little little piece of the manger as a toothpick or something. Yeah, you know, like right, I just right. can't help but envision something like that happening. Right. So we're going to take a quick break and give you all the information you need to find us on Facebook, to send us email and voicemail. Find us on Twitter, and we're also posting to Google+. We'll return in just a moment for the rest of the show. Want to contact Cognitive Dissonance? Visit them on Facebook. You can find the link at the website dissonancepod.com or type it in the Facebook search bar. Be sure to follow the guys on Twitter. Their handle is at dissonance underscore pod. The guys also post to Google Plus now, too, so check them out there. And if you'd like to email them, you can do so at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. You can also leave a comment on the blog at their webpage or give them a call at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Long distance rates apply. And to everyone who listens, shares, retweets, or rates the show, Cognitive Dissonance would like to cordially thank you for all of your fucking support. This story is from The Journal, i.e. i.e. priest says women bring sexual and physical violence on themselves not only is this story fucking crazy town but it's part of an italian catholic christmas message so this is christmas Christmas. it's your fault you're raped it's the worst (laughs) present ever open (laughs) this guy says in this article um 
What is his name? Father Piero Scorsi. That's exactly how he pronounces it. <laughs> that's how he pronounces it. Um, he says, uh, how often do we see girls and mature women going around scantily dressed and in provocative clothes? They provoke the worst instincts, oh, which end in violence or sexual abuse. They should search their consciences and ask, did we bring this on ourselves? And the answer is, no, yeah. you didn't bring this on yourself. I love it when people like, like try to defend this, try to defend this victim blaming because that's all it is. I understand you don't want to paint all guys as rapists, right? So you don't want to. This is this is clearly doing that. This is clearly painting all guys as rapists because you're saying they're bringing it on themselves. Guys can't basically handle themselves. They can't control themselves. So you're painting all men as rapists, and then you're painting all women as sort of asking for it. So nobody's winning here. Right. Nobody. There's not a winner in this. What you could say is, you know, the clothing really doesn't have much to do with women getting raped at all. Period. Because it doesn't. It just doesn't. No. Most women are raped by people they know. Like, that's just a fucking fact. That's just the fact of the matter. So, the idea that you're just going to throw this in there is like, well, the girl was dressed like a slut, so she deserved it. Well, that only happens, you know, that happens very infrequently compared to the rest of the rapes that happen out there. So, you're right. You know, the facts that you have are just wrong. But, you're also painting people in a ridiculous light that is cartoonish at best. Yeah, well, of particular note, I mean, beyond the everything that's wrong with everything he says, is they provoke the worst instinct. Right. It is not an instinct for a man to be a rapist. That is not an instinctual reaction. That, As you've mentioned before, that, that suggests that all men are rapists at heart and that we're only held back from just fucking raping everybody by, you know, laws or social conventions. It's, it's, just, it's just blatantly untrue. It's just blatantly untrue. Rape is not a natural instinct that, that, that we have to sort of hold at bay. Like, you don't have your fucking moral finger in the dike, you know, that gets pulled out at, at the sight of barest flesh. And uh, at which time you go fucking ra- wolf wild and start attacking women willy nilly. That's just not how it's not how men work. It's, and it's not how women work. It says he, he goes down. He goes down. <laughs> Further down in the article, he says, (laughs) is it possible that all of a sudden men have gone mad? We don't believe it. The fact is that women are increasingly provocative. They become arrogant. They believe themselves to be self-sufficient. And I think that's the part of his statement that reveals his real nature, right? He is upset that women are self-sufficient. He is upset that women are increasingly not in need of male control and male domination within the society that he's right. working in. Right. And so he's trying to shift the, the, the focus, you know, on their self-sufficiency as the cause for violence levied against women. And it's, it's such an unbelievably hateful thing to say, but he said it on Christmas. Yeah, that's the thing, right? I mean, how do you, how do you sit through a Christmas mass where your priest is just going off on on women dressing provocatively, therefore it's kind of expected that this sort of thing happens. I, 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 I mean, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't sit through that. Right. How do you sit through that? <laughs> I have no idea how they don't just get up like shame faced and leave. Like, I can't believe 
I sat in a church and listened to this man. I have made terrible mistakes. Yeah, I've wasted a lot of my life, including the time leading up to this sermon. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, but you know, you, you listen to this and don't you think, if I heard this guy say this, I mean, it's so blatantly untrue. There has to be a certain segment of the population that hears that and says, if he's so wrong about this, what else is this guy wrong about? I mean, he clearly has no moral authority. There's this, there's this thing that a lot of people try to do and a lot of people try to talk about um, when it comes to rape. Uh, and I got into an argument a while back about this. Um, I remember I was arguing with somebody and, and I said, you know, you can't blame rape on the victim by saying that they're in scantily clad. So therefore, you know, it's kind of expected like this guy is saying. And, uh, and somebody said, well, you wouldn't walk around, you know, down on a sh- – I, I had said, would you – you know, if I was just wearing a suit and walking downtown – uh, you know, and I got I got mugged. Is it my fault because I was wearing a suit? And the guy even said, he's like, yeah, well, you shouldn't be walking around like Rockefeller or something like that. And you're like, wait, the idea that I understand that we try to safeguard things, right? We we have locks on our doors at home. We have uh, we have locks on our cars. We we make sure that we're you know not walking through bad neighborhoods or whatever. But the idea that a woman can't go anywhere. Dressed how you know in, in any kind of clothing that is, and let's let's be honest, there is provocative clothing that exists. Provocative clothing absolutely exists, um, but the idea that she can't go dressed like that anywhere, she can't go anywhere dressed like that, is a fault of our society. That means our society is at fault as a whole if she can't go anywhere like that. I understand not walking down like the worst fucking neighborhood in the world at, you know, <laughs> two in the morning with a, with, you know, with fucking covered in like, like glue, like glued on condoms that says rape me. I understand. That's, That's probably idea. not a good place to be. That is not a good idea. That's yeah. not a good idea. However, we are saying that she has no, she doesn't have the right anywhere at any time to dress like that. And that's and that's where you're wrong. That's where it's not analogous to a house. That's where it's not analogous to a car. Yeah, you, you, you can't there, – there's no situation. There is no article of clothing or lack of article of clothing that any person can wear that negates their ability to refuse sexual advances. There, you can't put a clothes on or take a clothes off, and as a result, you lose your uh, right to uh, refuse consent to sex. That is not a thing that is real. If that's a thing that you're willing to say is real, if you're willing to say as a society, as a people, um, once this threshold has been passed, women lose their right to refuse consent to sex, then you've abandoned all hope of of establishing and maintaining civil order is, and a reasoned society. Is there argument that or is there argument saying that that's that you're not putting up a reasonable safeguard? against crime that someone else may commit. Well, there's but I think there's a you know there's there's a clear difference between what's um smart to do based on the society that we live in, right? Um and what is when they say they deserve it. You know, when they when they when the victim becomes to blame. You know, if if I were let's let's go back to the analogy of wearing um you know expensive flashy clothing. So let's say I have four Rolexes on my arm, 
You know, and, and so a you're sign, selling Rolex, is what right. you're saying, and a sign on each one of them that says, "This is a real Rolex with a yeah. price tag dangling off of it." Um, and I'm not even wearing a shirt, so the only thing you can see are the Rolex. <laughs> Rolexes. Right? It, if somebody robs me, they're still the criminal, and I'm still the victim. Right. I made a decision which is probably ill-advised, given the society that we live in. Right. But I don't deserve to be robbed. That person still is the criminal. They don't have a right to rob me because I made a, a decision that is possibly less safe than the optimally safe decision. Right? right. I, I, I shouldn't – because otherwise it's, it's parkas for everybody. Sure. Yeah. You know, burkas. It, it, burkas. And, and the thing is that rape still exists in burka Absolutely societies. Absolutely it does. Absolutely Rape, rape does. is in fact every bit if not more prominent in societies that fucking – cover their women in like ghosts, you know, and fucking sure. pillowcases and sheets. Um, it, because rape isn't a crime of sex and rape isn't a crime of sexual provocation. Rape is a crime of violence and power. Yeah. And it, it, and that's, it, it's, it always, I mean, it's, it's absurd to, uh, to have that conversation. I could wear the Rolexes, man. And if I walked in the West side of Chicago wearing those Rolexes and I get robbed, I made a less than optimally safe decision. Right. But that guy's still the criminal, and I'm still the victim. What the actual fuck? What the actual fuck? What the actual fuck? What the actual fuck? Conservapedia. Come on, man. What the actual fuck? What the actual fuck? Actual fuck. What the actual fuck? What the actual fuck? Conservapedia. Same-sex marriage is a proposed redefinition or variation on the traditional concept of marriage, granting same-sex unions the same legal status as heterosexual marriage, contrary to thousands of years of success based on a one-man, one-woman marriage system, and in direct violation of the Bible and most other religious teachings. In Norway and Sweden, the adoption of same-sex marriage has led to a loss in respect for the marriage institution itself, even for traditional couples. In Massachusetts, the imposition of same-sex marriage led to a decline in property values and an exodus from the state by many. Also in response to the introduction of same-sex marriage, the State Department of Public Health changed marriage certificates to read Party A and Party B instead of husband and wife. In May 2012, voters in North Carolina banned both same-sex marriage and gay unions. North Carolina, thereby, became the 29th state to pass an amendment against gay marriage by a huge 61 to 39 percent margin. Barack Obama, heavily dependent on gay donations for his re-election, rushed to prop up the homosexual agenda by endorsing same-sex marriage after its stunning defeat in this swing state. Various detailed polls and studies about same-sex marriage conducted in several countries generally show that support for same-sex marriage increases with higher levels of education, and that younger people are more likely to support the legalization of it than older generations. Polls show the most right-wing religious people are more likely to oppose it. Prior to 2012, in each U.S. state, to hold a voter referendum on the issue, the public rejected same-sex marriage laws by a small majority. However, in 2012, Maine, Washington, and Maryland voted in favor of same-sex marriage. 
Additionally, recent polls indicate that more than half of Americans support same-sex marriage, approximately 53%. Campaigns advocating same-sex marriage are at the forefront of the gay rights movement's attempt to elevate homosexuality to the same moral plane as heterosexuality, overturning centuries of established tradition whereby homosexuals would keep their, according to many Christians, sinful acts hidden. Some opponents of marriage claim its purpose is to destroy the family as an institution, merely to secure a legal basis for sexual freedom. According to some opponents of marriage, the primary purpose of marriage is to bring joy to society as much as to safeguard the development of happy families, and it is not for individual glory. They believe that unrelated people living together make each other miserable and harm society. Among the many reasons homosexuals might advocate same-sex marriage are the ability to make emergent healthcare decisions for a loved one in the absence of a durable power of attorney or living will. The alteration of the laws of interstate succession to include gay partners and equal tax treatment as heterosexual married couples. Current United States law defines marriage as one man, one woman, for purposes of the Federal Defense of Marriage Act, which prohibits the federal government from recognizing same-sex relationships as marriages for any purpose, even if permitted under state law, and permits a state to disregard a same-sex marriage entered into in another state. An interesting consequence of the federal definition of marriage is that it specifically rules out polygamy. Cecil, it is now 2013, and we would be remiss if we did not cover the psychic predictions from 2012. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. I love these so much. These are awesome, man. Um, this story is from about.com, paranormal.about.com for those searching. Um, spectacular. Spec-fucking-tacular. Um, my favorite. Let's let's go through a few of the favorites. That we sure, have here. sure. Let's um, let's work our way through. China loses its reputation as a world financial financial leader after clashes with protests protesters begin over economic reform and foreign investments start to fall. That did not happen. No, no, <laughs> no. That is not the fucking case. That is just a fucking swing and a miss. I like this one. It says this is from Judy Heavenly. The last one here, it says, angels will be seen walking among us by some with extraordinary powers of perception. <laughs> that may or may not have happened, Tom. Man, How would we know? But it could, it could be happening right now. How would we know? It it's like, it's like fucking somebody's going to see a leprechaun, but he's not going to tell you. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's a pot of gold at the end of the <laughs> rainbow. It is a pot of gold days. <laughs> Well, do you remember this story from 2012 when Iran saw a nuclear explosion? <laughs> no, I don't. You don't what remember about this that? one, Tom? Giant prehistoric sea monsters under the sea. <laughs> I remember that did happen. That's um, yeah. how about how about gold disappoints? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. How about this one? This one almost certainly happened. Animals and birds, wild and domestic, will attack people leading up to the end of 2012. Oh, fantastic. Really? As, as a man who is afraid of birds, yeah. that is the worst prediction. That is a terrible prediction. That's not one. Here's that. another one from the same person. Earth will fall off its axis a little more. 
<laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie. A little more. Earth had a couple of drinks in 2012. Totally did. It was a little tipsy. It's like, whoa. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> fell. This is good, too. The map of the world will change because of catastrophic events happening in the world. You know, I think that that's a pretty clever one because you could point to a war, possibly, and say, well, somebody took over some part of the country. and Right. Therefore, you know, I think there are some of these are pretty clever that they're not, they're, you know, obviously something like this will happen. Although the last one on the same person, this Nikki, the psychic Nick, psychic to the stars as she is, her last one is National Hockey League for Women. Um, there isn't a National Hockey League for men this year, you dumb fuck. <laughs> they're on strike. And a you would think you'd fucking, you'd think you'd catch that. <laughs> My favorite is by Conchetta Bertoldi. Because she says that she's been communicating with spirits since childhood and is the author of the book. The book. Do dead people see you in the shower? No. And other questions you've all you've been all but dying to ask a medium. Oh, how very, very no. clever. Conchetta. No. Um, medical breakthroughs. I just love the way this is written. Medical breakthroughs will happen in 2012 and beyond. Beyond. Yeah, that's medical breakthroughs kind of all are always happening. <laughs> Since, like, 1900, they've been happening like crazy every year. When they stop happening, that's when you're, that's a cause for concern. Like, oh, what's going on in medicine? Oh, were we supposed to be looking into Yeah, <laughs> We're supposed to be doing research and development. Fuck. We didn't do any of that. This, did anybody do it this year? Yeah. Joe, I thought it was your turn to do medical research <laughs> this year. <laughs> Fucking Joe called in sick all 2012, yo. I don't know. <laughs> this is a stupid thing to say. But then they, they go on to say, Stem cell research will provide us with cures and progress that is almost unbelievable. However, people need to get out of the way of stem cell research. <laughs> That's like so 2008 anyway. What? The stem cell research gives us the cures, but we need to get out of the way. We need to get out of the way. Yeah. But if we were this in the way, how would they give us the cures? <laughs> I don't know. Well, we're in the way of the cures, Tom. Uh, get out of the, the cure's trying to take get a out left. Of the way. Your- Sydney Friedman, Sydney Sear Friedman. Uh, says this, George Clooney will become a father, exclamation point. (laughs) (laughs) I love that there's an exclamation point. Like all these things that are happening, upsetting earthquake activity, and they're talking about like, and Jennifer Aniston will get engaged. There's no fucking exclamation point up up there, but right here, George Clooney will become a father, exclamation point. He's got one too that's great. An unusual bug is found in Brooklyn. Hey, Yeah, it's like like that happens, right? Because you know somebody at some point in Brooklyn was like, "You ever seen that bug? No, I've never no, seen one like that. Oh, it's unusual. It's pretty unusual. <laughs> oh my god, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> some of these are really good. This there, there's one person in here. Um, this is the this is the one you're just talking about, Bertoldi or whatever. Bertoldi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one. Movies will come out of Hollywood that will change the world, unite the world, and create futuristic vision of oneness, bringing down divisions by countries. Wasn't that that Cloud Gate or whatever movie? (laughs) (laughs) Cloud Atlas? Cloud Atlas, that's it. It changed everything. Well, fucking Prometheus didn't do it. No, it certainly didn't. (laughs) I'll bring George on to talk about that again. The Psychic Twins, last one I'm going to talk about here. The best one of at all. I, I think hands down is the psychic twins letting go of 
letting go of negative patterns, and it doesn't mean it's not of, it's letting go of negative patterns, <laughs> more acceptance of positive patterns and choices. Well, that's that's got nothing on uh, Michelle Hayek. New spatial truths. New spatial truths. <laughs> that's all it the says. The fuck does that even mean? And they also say some areas of land disappear. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> where did Nebraska go? There's some of these that are really great. We're going to link to this, obviously, in the show notes. It's every time you want to find an article that we talk about. It's always in the show notes at dissonancepod.com. We're going to link to these. Dig through some of these. There's a couple that were they were right about. One person said President Barack Obama will face conservative Republican Mitt Romney as the U.S. Pre, uh, presidential choice after the primary. So they were right about that. But somebody else down here is like, the Republicans are going to win the race. Not even close. No. <laughs> and they're all talking about, like, nuclear war and and uh, al-Qaeda is active without bin Laden and all this other stuff. Like, they're just talking about a bunch of stuff that that— if you're just thinking about recent news, you could sort of chip shot in the future oh, a lot yeah, of this absolutely. stuff. And yep. some of this stuff, there's somebody who's who's looking at recent news from last year. Think about it, Tom. November of last year, what was huge? Occupy movement. Right. Huge. Huh? Somebody's talking about it in here, like how it's going to still be a big deal. Well, yeah, and, and it seemed like it was going to be the defining story, you know, but then it kind of— fizzled out. It's just fizzled out. And you're like, okay, well, this person obviously paid attention to the news, but they're not any, they're not any more psychic than fucking anybody else. No, they're just like a thing that is happening will continue to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and if it does, then I win. <laughs> Some of them are outrageous, but the ones that are the funniest, I think, are the ones that you could just tell somebody looked at their most recent news and said, ah, I'll just pick this. See, so there's also from psychics.co.uk the 2013 prediction. So Listeners, this is what we have to look forward to. This is, I mean, you can fucking set your watch by this stuff. This shit seems legit. Cecil. It does seem legit. <laughs> What's your favorite one in here? There's a bunch of these. Um, my favorite one, again, I, I just love this stuff about China. Um, it, it seems like wish fulfillment for nut jobs. In particularly, we will see the signs of China breaking into separate nations, with Mongolia taking the lead for independence. China has lasted thousands of years without breaking into separate nations. And 2013 is going to just, they just, now there's just different nations. <laughs> I like the woman who's talking about like the royal family. Like I would give a fiddler's fuck about the royal family, whether or not this is true or not. It's talking about like good news about the baby is the passing of Duke of Edinburgh and Oh, gosh, who gives a fuck? Why do they, you know, you're wasting your, if you had psychic potential, you're wasting it on the famous. You are wasting it. Who cares whether or not the fucking Duke of Edinburgh gets lit on fire tomorrow? Nobody cares, except for the Duke of Edinburgh. Maybe his direct relatives. That's it. Nobody else cares. You know, the thing is, is like most people in the world couldn't point the Duke of Edinburgh out if he was in front of them. Be like, oh, that's fucking, I don't know, is that is that my gas station attendant? I don't know who that is. <laughs> Are you my dad? <laughs> I'm the Duke of Edinburgh. Well, I, I just love the idea that you're wasting your psychic potential. Right. I mean, yeah. you have this, this gift that can see into the future. So instead of predicting this year whether or not there's going to be another a terrorist attack as big as 9-11, nah, I'm going to waste it on the Duke of fucking Edinburgh. Well, wouldn't it be terrible if psychic bullshit was true but you just 
didn't have any control over what the spirits would tell you. Right. So and and like the spirits were just fucking celebrity hounds. And you're just yeah, like, oh my fucking about. god, I don't care. Angelina and Brad are gonna have another baby. The baby's name is gonna be Apple Pie, and Apple Pie is gonna be six pounds and three ounces. Oh, would you shut the fuck up, Spirit? Would you tell me one motherfucking thing I actually care about? And Angelina's lips are gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger and blow up like balloons. <laughs> they're, oh gonna envelop, they're gonna envelope her whole head. She's gonna actually turn her whole head inside out eventually. It would be that would be great. I would fucking love that if it was, if you just got like you just you just got the shitty angel. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, got the yeah. dumb angel who just tells you stupid fucking vapid bullshit. It's like, you're wasting my time. You're telling me the future and it is still a waste of my fucking life. There's a, the, very, the very beginning of Craig's predictions are, are, are lame as shit. Let me read this. It says, my precognition tells me that 2013 is going to be another tough year's with continued financial troubles and escalating world conflicts. But despite many world problems, 2013... Uh, will be the start of a growing spirituality throughout the world. It looks bad, but the tide is turning, and better human values will eventually start to emerge. Hmm. What a fucking douche nozzle. That guy's basically <laughs> just not saying anything. Well, like, and not just that. He's like, he's like, he's basically equating better human values with spirituality. Oh, like, absolutely. They, they, yeah. That's of not necessarily a fucking true statement. No. No. But, you know, if you don't buy into spirituality fucking mumbo-jumbo yeah, crystals and pyramids, then, you know, why would you go to Craig's website to <laughs> donate nineteen ninety five or whatever? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Leading conservative religious organization warns that Christians will soon be treated like blacks in Jim Crow era. The American Family Association has its predictions for 60 years out, Cecil. 60 years. What do you think of some of these, Tom? <clears throat> uh, I think most of them wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like bemoaning in this, like the, the, the absolute downfall of civil society. And I read some of these, I'm like, yeah, yeah that might happen. That, that, that'd be a good thing. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, like tax credit given to churches and nonprofit organizations will cease. Hell, if David Silverman has his wish, it'll happen within 17 years. Right, it Church buildings will be little used, with many sold to secular buyers. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, like they end that though, right? By with saying, the, "And the money received going to the government." Why would a secular buyer buy the church? Because socialism. Oh yeah, when you put it that way, it does make because no sense. Because socialism, like, <laughs> socialism is the fucking evil. I love these guys because everything is socialist. Like when you look through, it talks about nearly everything here. Where they keep talking about, um, here we go, family as we know it will drastically change with the state taking charge of the children beginning at birth. I mean, right there, it's like it's right. like they're talking about a social collective, a uh, a sort of. You know, human beings no longer uh, take care of their own children. They just shit the kids out and then they shove them to the state and the state decides what happens to them. Yeah. You know when that has happened? Not at all. Never. That's not a thing. Yeah. No. That's it, not going to happen. It might that's happen a, in like a sci-fi book. Exa- that's where it happens. And you're like, well, yeah, but I saw in like THX 1138 or whatever <laughs> the fuck. And like Logan's Run. And it, yeah, those aren't time. real worlds. Like those are dystopias, yeah. stupid. Yeah. You know, but they do. They paint this as a dis dystopic universe, right? And and you you read this, and it's like, well, none of that's going to happen, man. None of it. None of it is going to happen. Some of it just doesn't even make sense. It, it, it's 
church Christian broadcasting will be declared illegal based on the separation of church and state. The airwaves belong to the government, therefore they cannot be used for any religious purpose. The airwaves don't belong to the government. That's not a true. So the, the whole, like, the premise is just flawed. It's like, it's not, what? That can't be. That can't, it's just not how it's going to. Here's one that makes even less sense. Marriage will include two, three, four, or any number of participants. Uh, yeah. Why not just start with any number of participants? Do you have to list the you first list three? All, I must list all the options. It could be two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hold on. Don't stop me. Eight, nine, ten. <laughs> but anyway, The following numbers will, will include... be acceptable numbers for the number of participants in a family. <laughs> marriage Pie. will include two, three, four, or any number of participants. That's stupid. Marriage will not be important with individuals moving in and out of a family group at will like well then fucking why would you even have it yeah, like if well, it we're all just fucking and we're all just shitting babies out we're all throwing them at the government after we're done <laughs> why do i even have to get married like what's the fucking point then by this own thing it'd be like hey you want to get married no it's not important oh yeah let's still get married anyway because marriages will include lots of people but it's not important that we so why did we do it i don't know here, give a baby to the government. <laughs> How many babies do you have? Give them to the government. Yeah. Hey, where's the government at? We got to give him a baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go to the Mr. Government. Like, Uncle Sam's not a person. That's not a real person. There's not a, there's not a stern man with a white beard and gray hair to take care of your baby. Uncle's, the government is an idea. It's not a thing. You can't give a baby to the government. <laughs> this one here. Do it. We will. I know notes. Huh? <laughs> we will have or had or have had a Muslim president. Okay, so what? Yeah. Oh, no. Like, and that's and that's like one of their worst ones. It's like we're man. It's getting so bad that one day we're gonna have a Muslim president. Well, half of you think fucking Barack Obama's a Muslim. <laughs> I know. So fucking too late, bro. <laughs> well, you know that would only be a problem. If you erode the separation of church and state yeah. first, right? <laughs> if, if you're a Christian and there's a strict separation of church and state, then it wouldn't make any fucking difference. You're yeah. like, we have a Muslim president, but thankfully we have a strict separation of church and state, and so it doesn't matter. So we're all happy. Yeah. So let's look at his policies. And yeah. see let's like judge him. him on his actual actions instead of what he, what fucking made up thing he believes in. But then how would we vilify yeah. him? Yeah. They, this is all about... Um, Basically saying that socialism is right around the corner in America and that the basically gay marriage is going to absolutely fucking fist fuck the entire (laughs) notion of American (laughs) apple pie life. And it's ridiculous. This American Family Association is a fucking bag of assholes. Okay, so uh, we wanted to cover a few emails and we wanted to thank first off we want to thank everybody who sends in voicemails and emails uh thank you very much for doing it we can't get to everything uh we get a lot of them every week and we certainly don't get to the hate mail <laughs> we really don't get to that at all <laughs> but uh but we want to thank everybody for sending emails we don't mention to you um understand that we've we've read everything so thank you for sending it in um we want to start out though with kevin uh Kevin had an interesting story about the Doctors Without Borders, Apocalypse Without Borders uh, uh, charity drive that we put on, Tom. Yeah, he did. He's he's basically giving us um, some credit kind of for kicking him in the ass a little bit um, by having the Doctors Without Borders, Apocalypse Without Borders uh, charity drive. He um, has started a monthly contribution to Doctors Without Borders, 
and a Christmas tradition whereby he makes a donation to Doctors Without Borders for every Christmas card that he receives. Um, While I would be loath to take credit for your generosity, um, I do again want to express our heartfelt and sincere appreciation for all of the people that did donate to that charity drive. I think it was a success far beyond our imaginings. And uh, we're just so grateful for all of those folks. And, and Kevin, we're, we're grateful to you for, uh, you know, continuing this and making your own pledge to Doctors Without Borders. It's a great organization. We got a couple signs here um, <laughs> from, from Ted. Uh, Ted sends a sign. I'm going to put one of these up on, a, on our page for the, for the episode here. Um, I like my favorite one is the top one. I I like the bottom one because it's a state sign. (laughs) It's a state written sign that says what's up, what's ahead. But my favorite is 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 the one that's the the first one that's included here. It's just a shopping center, but Tom, it's got an interesting name. It is. It's the Glory Hole Center. (laughs) Glory Hole Center. Center of the Glory Hole. Who's that guy? (laughs) uh... So thank you for sending it, and I'll use it for the. uh, for the episode this time. Uh, Aaron sends an email. Tom, I'm going to read it. It says, I was on Facebook, and I saw one of those people uh, who said that God didn't step in at the shooting, and he's talking about a new town, because uh, we didn't allow him in our schools, and I became angry enough to comment on his post. A debate ensued, but I cannot stop thinking that I am a bad person for starting uh, the conflict. Any thoughts? Tom... Uh, you're a lover of debate. I do. I do love. I do love a good debate. Um, you know, you know. First of all, if it was a debate that ensued, a legitimate debate, a, a an exchange of ideas in a persuasive fashion, not a vitriolic name calling. But if it's a debate, um, then a debate that ensues is not a bad thing. You should never regret a debate. An, an exchange of ideas is never regrettable. Um, and then, you know, he says he thinks he's a bad person for starting the conflict. Facebook is a public forum, people. You can't start something on Facebook by replying to a status. Yeah. You didn't start it then. <laughs> That's not how starting works. Yeah. I, you know, I, I totally, uh, you know, one thing you got to remember to be is respectful. So don't call some, don't use ad hominem attacks against them like we do on this show, Tom, because we're all about the ad hominem. <laughs> ad hominem, right. Yeah. Um, no, but don't don't attack somebody. Don't, I mean, these are people that you pr- are presumably friends with. You know, you're presumably at least acquaintances enough with them to be their Facebook friend. So, uh, you know, maybe you're commenting on somewhere that's a, that's a, Facebook page, I don't know, but if if it's somebody else's wall, um, you're commenting on a, on an acquaintance at, at the very least's wall, so you know them, you have context with them outside of Facebook. So I always try to be as respectful as possible and pull myself out of a conversation if somebody's being rude. I don't, I just, I normally don't play that. I just like, well, you're being rude. I don't care. I, obviously, this point, this this is much more important to you than it is to me. But uh, but it, like Tom says, it's a place for it's a place for that. I mean, it's specifically made for that. If it wasn't, then it would just be. Tumblr where you can't fucking comment, you know. Yeah, and you it just, would be boring. You just shit your fucking stuff out on there, <laughs> and then nobody can say anything about it. Yeah, here's an idea. Yeah, <laughs> I disagree. So I have to make a Tumblr that disputes you and link to your Tumblr, yeah. and our Tumblrs can fight in a <laughs> Tumblr Royale. <laughs> they'll, do, they'll do a little tumble. <laughs> Two Tumblrs enter, one Tumblr leaves. <laughs> but good luck. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure you didn't piss anybody off. 
All right, so we got an email from Barbara Tom. This is a great email. Uh, Barbara says she'd been listening to us for a few months. She gave us a five-star rating. Uh, it was a very nice email. We're happy that you listen. Thank you for uh, for for listening. And she also mentions that there should be a Hillbilly God t-shirt. There I really like should idea. be a Hillbilly God t-shirt, but man... We are inept when it comes to designing things. <laughs> so if somebody designs a good Hillbilly God t-shirt, we may or may not use it. So if you have your ideas or suggestions, feel free to send them in. Also, if you have suggestions for other shirts or other things, send them to us. You know, Maybe we'll use them. Uh, you know, The people that, that do our shirts are actually very great. They have a really simple process that they just set things up and uh, and 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 go with it. Well, obviously, we'll have to uh, to create a new logo or whatever, but... You know, if you create something like that and send it to us, there's a chance we'll use it. So if you have an idea, let us know. That's a great idea, though. Hillbilly God t-shirt, we'll get our team of graphic designers working on it. And by team of graphic designers, we mean you. (laughs) (laughs) Tom, we got an email from Matt, who is a junior in high school, an atheist and a homosexual. And he says that uh, he's surrounded by teenage rednecks and cowboys, all of which have Jesus taint rather heavily. That's got to be a pretty awful situation to be in. We want to thank you. You sent us a paper in for one of your classes. We want to thank you for sending it. Um, And good luck to you. It sounds like you're probably in a pretty rural area, and it probably isn't very good. But uh, but, uh, hopefully you'll get out of there unscathed. And you'll and you'll uh, you'll move on. High school isn't that important, and you'll find that out later on in life. I think uh, Jesus taint also sounds kind of filthy. It does. It, when, when I said it, I was thinking about it, I was like, <laughs> Jesus taint. Hmm. I got a little correction from last time, Tom. Do you want to read uh, Christopher's email? I do. Guys, you run my favorite podcast. Period. I laugh so hard I cry, and I do it so much. My girlfriend is starting to question my sexuality. I'm not seriously correcting you on this, but I had to tell you how much I loved hearing you talk about buckets flying on B-2 stealth bombers. I thought it was fucking awesome that of all the aircraft (laughs) in the U.S. Air Force's fleet, you chose one of the handful of subsonic ones to use in your analogy. It was fucking perfect. Oh, yeah. It was subsonic. I don't fucking know, man. I'm not a fucking pilot. No, that's awesome. Thanks for pointing it out. Yeah, I, I guess I did choose a choose a subsonic one. I'm sure there's plenty of supersonic ones. I just chose one that wasn't. What is it? F-16 supersonic? Man, they should all be even like the big cargo jets for care. no reason. <laughs> just send the fuckers. <laughs> Get it going. We have no reason to be going this fast. Yeah. Shut up. It, but it just burns fuel for nothing. <laughs> So uh, we got an email, too, from Martin, and Martin sends us a a nice, long, funny story. It's a little too long to read here, um, but it was funny and crazy, and we laughed. So thank you, Martin, for sending it. And uh, we want to end here. I'm going to be in Las Vegas for the podcast awards this upcoming week. I'm going to be attending the New Media Expo out there, and I'll be uh, in the audience Eagerly cheering on the person who actually won the religious inspiration. <laughs> um, I hope it's an atheist. That's all I hope. I don't care yeah. if it's us. I just hope an atheist won. So if it's ardent atheist, awesome. If it's reasonable doubts, awesome. But if it's like fucking Joe Bob's prayer session, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> um, but with, we're going to be out there. Uh, I'm going to be out there um, for the rest of the week. But I'm going to be recording out there. So there's going to be a weird reco- recording schedule. I'm probably going to be releasing 
sometime earlier next week, sometime around middle of the week, maybe a little later next week. We are then on next Sunday recording, supposedly, we hope, with Andy Wilson from uh, the Merseyside Skeptics for Incredulous. We're going to be on another episode of Incredulous. Um, We hope that that's going to take place on the 13th. I'll keep you posted and let you know when that is actually going to happen. But we've been contacted by Andy. We have a confirmed date. So, So look for us on a future episode of Incredulous, too. Yeah, that's a guy who didn't learn his lesson the first time, huh? What the fuck was he thinking? <laughs> like, wow, these guys were terrible last time. Let's bring them back. Fucking lame-ass goddamn guests. Oh, man. That's a dearth of options. I know, you yeah. Know, at that point, that's just it. Like, mm. That's it. George was busy. Up? Matt Dillahunty. I mean, all the, all the big names were busy. All the little names were busy. And then they had to come to us. Right. And basically, they, they, have to, they have to rely on Marsh to save the show. So, what a subsonic names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that leaves that. That's a, it's a relatively short episode this time, but uh, but I'm leaving to go to Vegas, so fucking take what you can get. <laughs> and we'll leave you as always with the skeptic's creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council.